power structure had successfully created uh, the image of the American Negro as someone with no confidence, no militancy, and uh, they had done this by giving him images of heroes that weren't truly militant or confident. They've been programmed from birth with shitty food options, contaminated drinking water, gun violence, police brutality, and trauma after trauma after trauma, PTSD, no therapy. Do you think there may be residual impacts of that trauma? Of course there is. It didn't end, friends, and it hasn't ended yet. It comes as a great shock around the age of five or six or seven to discover the flag to which you have pledged allegiance, along with everybody else, has not pledged allegiance to you. People cannot be blamed for their ignorance if they are genuinely ignorant. People can be blamed if they've had a different set of information and still choose to remain ignorant. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the time zone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of This Is How We See It Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Alex. And I'm Cam. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all of your love and support. We just got our analytics back for the year of 2023 and let me tell you guys thank you so very much (laughs) from the bottom of my thank you so very much like there there have been times cam where i would wonder if we should even keep going dead ass dead ass just i I just be wondering because we don't really know like we see that people are listening but we didn't know that it was the way that it was so Cause they don't show you the analytics properly right like the end of the year wrap-up analytics actually shows you it better yes which yes. in my opinion they should show it to the creators like at least monthly at least monthly you know so we found out that you guys really are rocking with us so thank you so much um it is december oh, it is december me. the end of the year is fast approaching uh the 15th first and foremost let me get this out of the way december 15th the digital version of the Minority Report magazine, semi-annual number two, will be out and available for your consumption. The physical copy maybe a week or so after that. But I digress. Just want to get that out of the way today. Today. Today is going to hurt a it's, lot of men. It's a heavy topic, man. It's a heavy topic. Yes. And it should shed some light on the things that women have gone through and are currently going through and are in denial about. So today's topic, nice guys are liars and predators. And I'm going to add an addendum to this, not in the title, but just for the sake of uh, us talking. They're not your friends. (laughs) So we got a couple of clips for you guys before we really get into this. Um, Recently, um, comedian Matt Reif some of you may know him from uh, his stint in Wild and Out, um, or some of the Facebook or YouTube shorts and reels. They're all shorts. Damn it! Listen, like I'm tired of all the different branding. Shout out Matt. I mean, Matt, dude, I've been I've been following you since Wild and Out. If you ever get a hold of this, dude, you're, you're mad respect, man. Mad, mad respect. respect, man. And after this interview with JP, I I, I respect him even more. Yes, even more so. Um, God, it just reminds me of the article I just finished writing. Dude. I, Gotta talk about that later. But anyway, um, fucking, uh, yeah. So, 
Uh, one clip is he did a an interview with uh, Jordan Peterson. We put the link to that interview. You should definitely go watch. It's about an hour long. I um, mean, if you listen to us, this should this should be a walk in the park for you. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to the long form content yeah, listeners. Form. <laughs> right, but um, so he did an interview with uh, JP Jordan Peterson. And uh, they had a fantastic conversation. I enjoyed listening to that. Uh, we'll send a link in the description below. And also after that, um, as if coincidentally, because we were going to talk about this anyway. We were going to talk Matt about it anyway. did a bit. He did a bit about this very topic. Earlier this year. Earlier this year. Which is why I'm so excited. Because it's, it's oh my God, the stars. Like, it aligned. Oh, it, it just had to, it just had to come. Look, I'm a Sagittarius now. I don't, know what the, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't give a fuck. But I believe in it now because they had to align for this to happen. So here's a clip with Jordan Peterson and Matt Riley, and then we'll come back and get into the show. Let's get it. What do you Yeah, want well, I used you? to see when, when I had demonstrations around me, which used to be more common than they are now, which is just as well, hmm. the worst people I ever saw at those demonstrations weren't the Herodin women who were screeching like fishwives but the men that were hypothetically there to support them. Man, I tell you, I couldn't even look at some of those guys without having a shudder run up my spine. There's almost nothing worse than a man who tries to worm himself in with a group of women by pretending to be more on their side than the women actually are when their actual motivation is to use that. What was that? Gad Saad, the evolutionary psychologist who works at Concordia, he called that the sneaky fucker uh, <laughs> a routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's actually a phrase from evolutionary biology. Is I'll tell you a funny story that goes along with that. Okay. This is hilarious and, and so telling. So primatologists who studied orangutans figured out a long time ago that there are two variant male types of orangutan. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's like, orangutans tend to hang around in trees, they're arboreal. But the man, the males who become dominant in a given territory get so large, sort of like a linebacker yeah. in football, and they have these big fat pads around their face that are circular. They get so large they can't really go in trees anymore. And the females come to them. But then there are other males in the vicinity for who the primatologists thought were adolescents for a very long time, because they look like adolescent males and they hang around in the trees. Uh -huh. But they turn out to be, many of them, fully mature males whose development into the linebacker is forestalled by the fact that they're not at the top of the pecking order. Right, and so their strategy is sneaky rape. Jesus. Right, right. So it doesn't take much of an imagination to map that onto the, you know, the feminist male who's so on the side of women that, you know, he gets to be the friend who can entice some poor girl into bed when she's at her lowest point. And I've been waiting for this moment, boy. Weeks, months, maybe years. I've been waiting for this exact opportunity, bro. I've been, I've been putting in work too. I've been, I've been sending you memes in the morning. I've been, I've been texting you, how's your day going? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. About your day? Are you stupid? It's my day. I care about my day. Come on, man. It's about patience. All I've had to do is play it cool and stay in the game long enough and wait for the day that you come banging on my door, crying your eyes out. And I just have to play stupid like... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, hey, hey. Why are you crying? Yo, that... 
Oh, <laughs> oh my god. I don't care what nobody say, bro. Like that was a perfect description of the nice guy fallacy. It it really is. And so continuing on with our um you know, season four, as we've said before. This is actually the golden episode, believe it or not. Season four, episode four. So like so um keeping on with our theme of, you know, discussing the male delusions. Um, which ironically, I saw another video earlier today that, uh, you know, some chick obviously on TikTok, um, was like, men don't have any delusions and stuff like that, you know, and it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to think that a human being doesn't suffer from some kind of delusion, some form of delusion. It's kind of weird, especially how crazy our society, but I digress. Anyway, um, we're talking about the male delusions and one of which, um, is, uh, how nice guys are the guys you want to be you know like uh i was a former nice guy i'm, I'm not gonna lie i was a former nice guy every that's man born in america was basically because every man born in america who was raised in a single parent home that was led by their mother was groomed to be a nice guy that's where you were drilled where etiquettes and you know uh how you treat a woman. How you treat a woman. You, all of you know that what's stuff funny about that? It's you. never the reverse. They never teach you how a woman's supposed to treat you. No. No, no. And it's really funny because it's it's, it's like the grooming, right? Yeah. The grooming is you give and give and give and give and give. And give and give and give some more. And give and give and give and give and then you die. And then you die. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the idea. Yo, I just want to level set the conversation though. Just for those... From the clip, just so those they know exactly what the sneaky effort is. Okay, the term was coined by evolutionary biologist John Maynard Smith to describe subordinate males who take advantage of opportunities to mate with females while dominant males are otherwise occupied, leading to their reproductive success because that's the goal. They would never otherwise get the woman because they aren't assertive. They aren't dominant. They essentially are, for lack of a better term, beta. Yes. This is exactly what it is. I mean, you want to talk about subordinate, like that's the official term, but yeah, we know it as, you know, lay people as a beta male. Yes. And Or simp. Even more so, you know. Man, oh. And here's the thing. And um, women don't respect that shit, man. You might catch, like JP said, you might catch a woman at her lowest moment. But did she genuinely want to be with you? Fuck no. And that's opportunistic as fuck. And in, in certain cases, in certain instances, right, being opportunistic may have its uh, places. But in that sense, this it's strictly predatory. But this is the problem, right? So I've heard this many a times in the manosphere, right? Men love idealistically Women love opportunistically, right? Women typically love you under the guise that you provide something of value, right? Whereas the reverse typically is not true. A man marries a woman in the hopes that she will never change, which is another delusion, because everybody changes, right? You know what's really interesting about what you just said, right? Uh, was it men love idealistically? idealistically. Women love, what was it? Opportunistically. Opportunistically, right? What is the inverse? Exactly what we talking about. The sneaky fuckers. Yeah. 
Men fuck opportunistically. Women fuck idealistically. Ah, I like that. You see what I'm saying? That's the inverse. I like that. And it just go and it just further and it, and it just further shows the example of how different we are as men and women. Oh my God! Yeah, men, it's been said time because we again, talk about love, spaces. loving your spouse, but not just fucking them. Men right. fuck opportunistically. You're 100 percent correct. Um, That's more, another uh, reason why there's no emotional aspect or no emotional attachment for most men. Yeah, just like uh, like KS once said, Kevin Samuels once said, he was like, men, women get to choose who it is they want to sleep with. Yes. Men sleep with who they can get. Correct. That's why. That's what makes it opportunistic. Yeah. Because the opportunity might not come back up. Exactly. <laughs> and then you got some of those sneaky fuckers. And, uh, and, 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 and I'm not going to bleep sneaky fuckers because uh, it's a scientific term. It is. So I think we should be well within our rights to use it. So the thing with the sneaky fuckers is that that's it. <laughs> I love you're going to milk this. I'm going to milk you. You're going to milk it. Sorry, y'all. But the, thing, but the thing with the sneaky fuckers is that, like, um, they play the long game. Yes. Like Matt like they Matt was to. saying, like we, we had to cut his bit down because I didn't want to use this whole thing. If, if you want to see his whole bit. We'll put it in the we'll link. Put, we'll put all the links in the description so you can go watch his interview with uh, Jordan Peterson and the bit, you know, he was talking about the, be- the male best friend, red flags and all that. Gold. Pure gold. Pure gold. Shout out to MHD. <laughs> but, yes, um, sneaky fuckers play the long game. Yes, they have to. Matt, Matt even mentioned it because everybody... Every, at least once in their life, every dude has done it. You know, because you thought that, you know, the whole friendship That you were supposed angle, to be her friend yes. first. But the problem is, is attraction is not a choice. Women right. are attracted to what they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. It's another reason why the friend zone exists, right? Yes. And, it's not, and now we have empirical evidence as to why. Yep. No. It's a real thing. It's so wild, bro. Like, to, to even think about that. And it, man, if... If I could talk to my 15-year-old self, man. Dang. If I could talk to my 15-year-old self, A, I would reiterate something that you told me when we were 15. Don't write that damn poem. <laughs> Don't you give her that damn poem. Oh, man. That was such a crash and burn, man. Oh, such a crash and burn. Oh, was... I feel you on that. And you know what? Here's the thing. It was here's a bullet dodge. Because... It might have been a bullet dodge. Maybe. But here's the thing. I can't fully blame her for the situations because of the... Granted, it is her accountability, right? She uh-huh. chose to deal with the dude she dealt with. However, her, her going... She was interested in you. She, she was. She was. But I you came on like... too strong, brother. Didn't know what I was doing. You came on too strong. Listen, he was Icarus, y'all. He was Icarus. He wrote this elaborate poem, and the poem was beautiful. For a 15-year-old poet, Mike, it... Uh, it hurts so much. It hurts so much. Listen. Think about it. Because listen, she, was gorgeous. she was just my type. Listen, she Alex was... is a straight-up romantic. Hey, poem. hey, hey. Slander and Calumny. <laughs> I will not stand by. <laughs> Hey, it's cool, brother. I'm not and knocking suffer, you. What I'm saying suffer is this injustice and this indignity, <laughs> sir. What I'm saying is, is that he wrote this elaborate poem, but oh, we what? talked about this before. We talked about this before. It was small. It was like maybe five or six. But it was good. It was, you know, it was good and deep. You expressed how you felt about it. Listen to the thing. Listen to the thing. You in a 15-year-old boy's in a 15-year-old boy's body, you had the mind of a 30-year-old man. <laughs> and that's my point. That's my point. Most oh my women God. are raising boys to be the perfect goddamn spouse at 30. 
but you you're 15. 15 year old girls ain't got I that joke. mindset. Bro, I Listen, joke. Listen, it reminds me of those stupid. Uh, Hold on, huh? I joke often. That I've been an old man my whole goddamn life. Bro! And that's exactly what it feels like because I've had to have so many responsibilities. I had to grow fast. No, I get so that. So in my, in my purview, right? Like, writing a poem is just not only what you do, it's what they want. It's wooing. It's wooing. It's, it's courting. It's wooing. It's courting. But at 15, a woman, a girl's mindset at 15 is not that. That's my point. Well, I know that now. This is the what's so funny because we see that episode of sitcoms. Fresh Prince had an episode where he, he he read off this poem and it was like, oh, that's so beautiful. And all the look, all the girls was like, ugh. But the teacher was like, ooh. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> older women would appreciate that. Young yes. women don't give a I damn along, about that. I got along with a lot of older women in the yes. years. Yes. Actually, some of the, some of your family members hit on me on that on that one Christmas party we went to. Oh Lord. Don't tell me who. I don't I don't, I don't remember who. It was just it was just you know what I'm saying? It was there. You knew it. And if I had tested the waters, I probably could have. Listen. But listen. I was like, no, here, here's you're my thing. Me. And me and my wife talk about this. Listen, Gen X, something's wrong with them motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Okay, okay. Not all of them. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, they were hypersexual in a way. We're, Bruh. Talking, we're talking about the, gener- the generation of freaking Woodstock, bro. Like, of course. Of course they were. And not even just that. You also had a, uh, oh god, in Atlanta, Freak Nick, Freak Nick. <coughs> Are you kidding me? I forgot about Freak Nick. Bruh. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I totally forgot about <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that ah, uh, like the idea that you had at that age was, again, you were groomed to be a certain way. A lot of boys I mean, are 15, being groomed to be and think a certain way. At 15, I was looking for a wife. Yes. Straight up. And that and that is the wrong way to be, brother. I ain't gonna hold oh, my God. Oh, I, again, I know that now. But back then, yeah, it was it was a struggle. But yeah, you were you you're taught, right? As a as a as a boy, um, you know, when you're when you're when you're raised by your mother, you're taught you're taught how to, as we said, give and give and give and give and give. You know what I'm saying? I I need to prove that I can be a provider. I need to prove that I can be her friend. I can be her confidant. I can be that shoulder to cry on. You know what I'm saying? I can be those arms that she can fall into when she's having a rough day or she's having a mental breakdown and so on and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to be and it's supposed to build from that. A foundation of friendship is what you're taught. Nope. But going out into the world and actually implementing those ideals, you, fu- you crash and burn as a young man because... What women say they want, they don't want. There's actually a clip out there of a girl who said the exact same, who expressed that exact uh, sentiment. A nice dude. She went on a date with a nice dude, a good guy. Relatively so. So just based off her story, he was a good guy, a decent guy, right? Mm-hmm. Came, showed up on time, had flowers, right? Ugh. Tried to open up her door. Ugh. Once she got in, she immediately went to her Facebook group and said, this nigga weird. Chivalry's dead and women killed it. And 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 to continue on, and I think I'll I'll, I'll link this uh, video if I can find it. But and to continue on, she had an epiphany. She was like, I realize that I ain't shit. 
Oh! She was like, she was like, I realized that the stuff that we that we complain in this group because she said this to her group. She said like the stuff that we complain about in this group and what we say we want in this group, we don't really want. Because my first instinct about this dude when he was doing all the stuff, he was doing literally everything that we say we want men to do. And the first thought I had was that he was corny. Ew. It was a literal ick, as they would say. Oh my god, I, I'm still trying to catch up. I'm still trying to figure out what Riz means. Charisma. That's what that's short for? Riz, yes. <laughs> I have been wreck I have been racking my brain trying to figure that out. I'm like, Riz? What the hell is Riz? Be Charisma. <laughs> I love it. No, but no, but seriously though. <laughs> but yeah, ick. The ick, man. And here's the thing. Like three? Here's the thing. Psychologists know this. This is another reason why I think the, the, the overall point of all of this BS and this, you know, gender war that they continue to fucking perpetuate is to make money. It's just like with black folks uh, and, 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 and the government saying, oh, you know, black people just commit crime when we know damn well poverty is the larger contributor to crime. Sociologists figure that out. Yeah. That's not new. Yeah. It's old data. We know that. If you have an impoverished community, yes, there's going to be crime. I got to feed my family. <laughs> Not just my family. I gotta feed myself. But it's but it's the same thing. But it's the same thing. It's the same thing when it comes to relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Women say one thing, but we know doggone well that they don't actually want that. Yet we pump that into small boys. But see, that goes into what we were talking about earlier about you know the the love. What you call it? Love women love. No, no, no. Women love idealistically. What are you teaching your boys? The ideals. But in practice, they don't work that way. No, 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 Women love opportunistically. They fuck idealistically. In other words, the one that they have sex with, they want to change. Right. They believe in him that he can change. But it's the, it's the, it's the, con what I'm trying to drive at is like, it's the concept of love. The idea of love. The romanticizing of love that they teach. You know what I'm saying? The flowers, the candies, the long walks. Who teaches that though? Huh? Who teaches that? Women is what I'm trying to say. And does it work? No, and that's my point, right? It's the idea that they teach young boys, their sons. They implant this to them. So those young sons then grow up with that idea as a reality and they go out and implement these ideas only to crash and burn. You romanticize love to such a degree where you have it in your head like he'll never raise his voice to you. That's bullshit. He'll never, you know, he's supposed to be fit and rich and handsome and, and clean foot. cut and six foot. And what 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 is it, the, uh, the shopping parable of the perfect <laughs> husband? Each floor is a different kind of man and women just keep going up and up and up and up and up till they until they get to the point where it just proves that women are never, never satisfied. Never satisfied. Yeah. It's like that. It's always chasing the idea of perfection. But see, I don't think that's idea. I think that's opportunistic. And the only reason why I say that, right, is constantly wanting more is opportunistic. What can you give me? What can you do for me? Yes, but that's not, I'm not talking about opportunity. That's the, that's the, um, where I put this? I think... I think what the opportunistic part of it is the um, is the action. What I'm talking about is strictly visual, strictly mental. You know what I'm saying? Like rom-coms and shit like that. It's strictly just imagination. 
and then and and maybe to some degree right they uh when they go to the opportunistic route they're chasing that because they want something but the idea of love and what it looks like is what you see in rom-coms and you know what's in the in those erotic books and but stuff even like in that the rom-coms again everything that happens in the rom-com she doesn't get with the fat balding guy no that's what i'm saying that's part of the that, idea but, but that's not idealistic that's opportunistic women want men that they get with to be better than them on every metric on every metric what rom-coms have you watched let's take made in manhattan for example never saw it oh my god the Which, proposal the proposal We've okay that. okay the proposal that sandra bullock sandra, sandra bullock, bullock fell ryan, in love ryan, ryan with Reynolds. her subordinate correct but who was he though ryan Reynolds. he came from a rich family but nobody knew that but when she found out right yeah her, her tone, you see what i'm saying her yeah, tone her manner yeah, everything changed change. women love under the guise that a man upgrades her life. Damn. No woman is getting with a bum. Queens don't make kings out of bums. My best friend's girl. Have you seen that one? Technically, that's wrong. Oh, my God. My best friend's girl. Isn't that the one with Ryan Reynolds and... Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Dane Cook. It's easy to get those two confused around the time that Dane Cook was actually working. Working. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to Dane Cook? His brother screwed him over. No, oh, embezzlement like a muck. Oh bro. my God. It be your own. Rob him blind, bro. Dang. I was so mad when I found that out. I was like, because we all know that uh, Dane Cook had some kind of um, disability. This is like ADHD or something. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, and And yeah, his brother stabbed him right in the back. But... Off that's, my a, that's, that's off, off, my off, off, off my time. But anyway, yeah. So Dane Cook, Dane Cook, and um, Dane Cook, Jason Biggs, and um, I want to say Jennifer Dude, Lawrence. Screw that one. I haven't seen that one. Okay. Breaking all the rules. Okay. All right. Breaking all okay. the rules. Who was Gabrielle Union choosing between? She was choosing between Jamie Foxx and Morris Chestnut. Uh-huh. Morris Chestnut being the tall, dark, and handsome. Uh huh. And what did Morris Chestnut have? Also, he had uh. You know, executive money. But who did she choose though? Why? Cause he said that she looked like Halle Berry. Slap yourself. (laughs) Slap yourself. That's exactly why. Look, when they first met. Slap yourself. When they first met, that's exactly why I can pull it up right now. Slap. I can pull it up right now. If you believe that she chose him because she's I'm done. He smashed because he told her she looked like Halle Berry with that new haircut that she just got because I'm not she was talking trying about, to look like I'm not like talking Halle about Berry. the smashing because we already talked about the smashing. Right, right. That's you just said fucking part. idealistically. That I agree with. Because uh-huh. we always hear women talk about, oh, I thought he had potential. Mm-hmm. Women fuck on potential. Oh, That's I'd idealistic. I'd have been a well-fed man, man. That was okay. No. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> she had to see potential in you. And that's the whole point. Right? We hear all the time women will say, oh, I got with this broke guy, but he, you know, sold her a dream, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to get here. I'm planning on doing this, but it never comes through, right? Because, again, women love idealistically. I mean, fuck idealistically. Love opportunistically. Mm-hmm. For a long-term relationship, a woman don't want to hear, oh, no, I ain't got it today. Oh, no, I, I, can't, I can't pay the rent. Can you help? Oh, no, you got you to gotta work with me. The 50-50 thing. Women don't want to hear that shit. When polled, over 60% of women 
want to be stay-at-home moms when they have kids. That by itself nixes the 50-50. No, because if you're a stay-at-home mom, you ain't got no income. So again, it's all opportunistic. Women, as long as you can upgrade their lifestyle, they're interested. Again, hypergamy. The same or above. My lifestyle has to remain the same or be increased by you. And nowadays, I'd argue it's more on the increased side. They won't even look at you if you can't increase their life. And we've talked about that on the pod. So, I say all that to say, the whole nice guy routine, the sneaky fucker is the majority of nice guys. Especially if you're dealing with an older dude. Because he's had enough time to hit his head against the wall. If he's still a nice guy... Odds are he's a sneaky fucker. Just throwing it out there. And 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 this is uh this is actually what I forgot. Uh but this is and, and this is this is this is what needs to happen socially, right? Because there has to be a distinction between a nice guy and a good man. Because oh my God. the Venn diagram of both, they overlap a lot of traits. Only the only difference is a man can say no. A good man, yeah. A good man would say no, and he will walk away. Yep. That is that is a man's most fundamental power is to say enough and walk away. So if he's older and still doing the nice guy thing, yeah, you bet your bet your ass he's he's a sneaky fucker. Mm-hmm. And you are in for a world of hurt. One hundred percent. Because by the, I would say honestly, by the a, a typical quote nice guy, if he's still a nice guy by age 30, 35? Nah. Yeah, because by that time, the delusion should have been should have worn off. Been you should have been off. in a dating market enough to know that shit ain't working. Right. And not to say that it was ever... Look, understand something, because again, former nice guy speaking here. Um, not to say that it was ever not genuine. Initially, yeah. It was genuine. He was doing everything that he was told that he was supposed to do to get a girl. But, like Cam was just saying... If he had been in a dating market long enough, he finds out, oh shit, this don't work. Dude, it's a, it's the same reason why- I have why, been lied to. Dude, it's the same reason we talked on the podcast previously. It's the same reason why men's minds work almost like math equations. If you tell yeah. me, if you tell me A plus B equals C, and I want C, I'm gonna do A plus B. You see what I'm saying? It's the same thing with college degrees. We talked about that with millennials. The reason why mo- men aren't going to colleges anymore is because they. You said A plus B equals C. I well, go C to ain't school. Happen. Listen, I go to school. I get the degree. I incur the debt, but I get a good job. But the good job ain't coming. Right. So I'm not gonna do A plus B. That don't work. And I'm not gonna preach it either. It don't work. Men so if you're telling are me, so problem if you're telling solvers. Me, so if you're telling me, being nice. Will win her heart and then I get sex. Well, the sex ain't happening, and I'm damn sure not winning her heart. What the fuck am I be nice? What for? the fuck am I be nice for? Bam. So. <laughs> it's just so. <laughs> Bro, it's so simplistic. The absurdity. The absurdity of doing the same shit over and over again and then expecting mm. somebody to reciprocate, and it's never worked. Ask any dude if the nice guy shit worked when they were younger. And the vast majority of them would tell you, hell no, it didn't. You will get either the, aw, that's so cute. Oh, my God. 
Oz. You'll oh, be, that's you'll be you'll be so good for somebody someday. Just not me. Just not me. <laughs> but I'm trying to get you. I don't want. <laughs> See, why can't I find somebody like you, bitch? I am me. Yo. I heard Ben say that. See, I always get the. I, I used to always get the. You're too nice. I got that one too. See, that's I got a, that's that another one. song. Guys. But I've heard, I've heard other men say that women have told them you would make somebody else really happy, just not me. Oh Lee, oh Lee. <laughs> and if that don't, and if that don't shatter your delusion, in and of itself, that the whole nice guy understand something, like dude. Again, we we. We can't talk about men without bringing up women. Let me, let me, let me, let me um, clarify this here for a second. We can't talk about we can't talk about the delusions of men without bringing up women, right? Because a lot of things that men do is to pull women. Yes, for the attention of women. Yeah. Yes. Now, men and women it is our firm. It is it's, it's our firm belief that, and I think we said this on the last episode, um, that that priority order needs to change should change and socially we've seen it changing is that it shouldn't be about getting the woman it should be about chasing your purpose yes then the women will come 100 percent. but primarily prime directive as, as cam has said in the past famously get the bag Shout out Eddie Griffin, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but seriously but, though, yeah. But but the point, biological imperative. Get so the reason why we bring so the reason why we bring up women is because we, we you know, even when we're trying to shatter the male delusion, it's like a lot of misaligned men, I should say. You know, they're not in line with the purpose. They're not training, chasing the purpose. If they're not chasing the purpose, then they're chasing the women. Yes. So that's why we bring up women a lot. So just to clarify that point, right? But so, so gentlemen, going back to you, um, if you have heard any of those phrases that we just finished, you know, discussing, oh, you make a perfect husband for somebody. You make some girl very happy. Oh, I wish I could find somebody just like just like you. Oh, oh you're too that's nice. That's the worst one. I oh, wish you, I could find somebody like you. You know, and what? you're standing in front of her. You what? Know, you know one that I got. It's, it, I've only heard this song one time, and it baffled the hell out of me. It's kind of the inverse of the whole "you're too nice" thing, right? This woman looked me in the windows of my soul. <laughs> she might as well have said, "Bitch." <laughs> Because she straight up told me, she was like, you don't scare me. <laughs> well, why the fuck would I scare you? I'm not trying to make you scared of me. <laughs> I don't want you to be scared of me. <laughs> no, but her logic is if you don't scare me, you ain't gonna scare other men away. Possibly. <laughs> that could, <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> possibly have been it. But the point I'm trying to make is, is like, if you've heard any of these kinds of phrases or anything that's like, uh, even remotely related to these things, Gentlemen, the whole nice guy bit doesn't work. And I'm not saying it's I'm not saying bit as it's an act, because some of y'all are genuine nice guys because that's how you were raised. You were raised to be gentlemen. You were raised to be whatever the opposite of a southern belt, a southern gentleman. You were raised to do that shit. Hold the door. Yes, ma'am. How are you doing? 
da 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 and so on and so forth. You were raised to do these things, and I'm not saying that these are qualities that are negative. It's just not what women are looking for. So if you're still playing the back nine, tell me something. I'm trying to get a hold in one, and it's been 13 years. You might need to switch your game up. You're not good at it. Oh, man. Man. I would suggest football. Military changed my life, man. More ways than one. But that was very apparent to me. It talked about the story with that chick, man. Never again. That was the end of my simp days. That was the last time mm. that ever happened, bro. I was like, you out of your, you out of your mind. If you think I'm gonna sit here, cause see, here's the thing, right? And I know a lot of women talk about the emotional labor of women. No one talks about the emotional labor of men dealing with women, because truth be told, it is exhausting. It is talking to women, bro. I'm gonna be straight up honest. Listen, I'm married. I love my wife to death, dude. I, she has helped me in ways, bruh. Love my wife. But if I'm gonna sit here and be honest, there's a reason why I don't have. A, I'm I'm almost forty. There's a reason why I started slowly dropping off my female friends. It's exhausting. It is exhausting dealing with women on a day to day basis. If if I were to count. I want to be careful with this because we don't talk much. Yeah, okay. If so, even if I were to count your wife, right? Mm-hmm. I have in total three female friends. Okay, that's about right. You know, and two of which, including your wife, I don't talk too often. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No, I get it. It's just like it's 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 just like we're friends. You know, we're friends. We ain't got to talk every. And when it comes to her, she got you for that. Don't come calling me for that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> That's what he's for. No, 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 no. I see you whatever I see. No, no, no. But, like, it's 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 exhausting to the point where, because, you know, we, and I think we talked about this before, because a man's, a man's patience for his emotional bandwidth, the mundane, is very limited. I, only I love so many times I can hear about the person that, that work one bitch, that off, one bitch at work, that one bitch at work. Uh, your boss did this. There's only so many times where I'm gonna say, especially quit, if the after quit. the first time I've already given you a solution to your problem. That's another thing. Like at some point, even as a even as a good guy, your 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 biological imperative to solve problems will kick in. Oh, dude, oh. dude, it's such a fundamental thing for men. They did a study. Mm-hmm. When a man meets a woman for the first time, the part of his brain that lights up is the problem-solving part. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The last girl I dated. The last girl I dated now. But what are they problem-solving for? That's the question. What are they? What problem are they trying to solve meeting a woman for the first time? I mean, it depends on what she's coming with him with. No, no, no. Before even talking, just Hi. The problem part solving. What is he problem solving for? Probably trying to figure out what to approach them. What, what approach them like to even say hi. That, but the overall goal is the panties to get them draws. Most men, when they yeah. meet an attractive woman for the first time, the reason why the part of their problem solving brain pops up is because I'm trying to figure out what, how I need to approach, what I need to say to get in them draws. I think 
may be wired differently. Or maybe some of that, some residuals are still in there. I don't know. So you're telling me when you meet an attractive woman, I'm you don't go, a, I hit. First, first, first. That's the first thing that popped in my head. First thing, yeah I, or nah. first thing I'm thinking of is just like, okay, is that really her face? That's my problem solver. How much of that is makeup? Because <laughs> that's what I've been through. Yeah. Ah, shit. I had to take a swimming. <laughs> the goddamn super soaker, bro. That's yo. That's catfishing on another level, bro. bro. You wake up next to a woman that she even look. You think you was drunk or something? Don't yeah. even look nothing like you. What? Bro. And I'm sitting up there and I'm just Witchcraft. like, oh my god, dude. I, I, and you know, I'm in. A, you know, I'm real big into cosplay, so I've seen a lot of stuff. Dude, you know they have this this tape. I just saw this the other day. Do you know they have this tape that can reshape a woman's eye shape? Oh yeah. Yeah, like this so this one girl, this one girl that I saw, uh I think I was getting like um some pictures off of Pinterest, right? And she had like this tape, you know, cuz you know Asians have like the 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 small almond mm-hmm. eyes, right? And so what she did, she opened up the 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 lip of the eyelid Put this tape on right in between, um, you know, the ocular, the ocular circle. You lying. And her eyelid pushed it down, and it opened her eye up more. Oh, I hell was like, no. yo. Uh-huh. <laughs> her orbital bone is what I was trying to say. But yeah, insert that meme when you. Oh no, brother. <laughs> no, brother. Bro, no, and it brother. wasn't bad. It looked good, but I'm just like, you know. For cosplay purposes, I can see why you would do that, right? But for everyday usage, bruh, look at, hear me when I tell you, you know, many inventions start off with good intentions. (laughs) You understand that? Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, people talk about Oppenheimer, you know. I I was actually gonna mention it. I I would argue that the motherfuckers who came up with makeup have ruined more lives historically. Listen, witchcraft, bro. Which I didn't is. see. Listen, I didn't see women on Instagram do they doggone makeup and they don't even look like the same. Per- I mean, literally, if you took two pictures, yeah, you would think they were two different people. Yep. There's one famously one example, and I know I've mentioned it more than one time on this on on this po- uh, podcast of this one girl. I can't even call her below average she's so unattractive without makeup it's like oh i think i know which video you're talking about i already know are you even in front of a camera kind of ugly you know the ugliest dog in the world oh the human form of the human version of that that's what she looked like i mean you know i ain't got the whitest teeth but they ain't that yellow you understand me that's how bad it was but after she got done with the makeup completely different and if I hadn't seen the process myself, I wouldn't have believed it. I wouldn't have believed it either. I wouldn't have believed it either. Like, I wouldn't have believed it. Like, the way she moved her mouth and everything. So you knew her mannerisms gave away that it was the same person. See, she just looked completely here's, different. Here's the thing, bro. Like, we've done all these movies with science fiction, like, <laughs> movies and shit with all the effects and monsters and shit. Yeah. Makeup has gotten insane in Hollywood, you know? Dude. The fact that it's in homes now. And motherfuckers are able to use the same. Think of, they can turn a motherfucker. Uh, what was her name? Oh God, girl that played Mystique in uh, the original. Jennifer Lawrence? No, no, no. Oh, no, uh, uh, the original one. Rebecca Romijn. Romaine. Romaine. Right? Re- Rebecca Romaine. Something. It, it's something like that. Romijn, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, the fact that they turned that woman... Listen, that was back in what, 2000? Yeah, 2000. 23 years ago, they put enough makeup on that woman. <laughs> I know, right? Makes you old. <laughs> and it's December. My birthday's <laughs> No, but they put that makeup on that woman, and it was like, yo! Yo! No, no fuck that. You know who I love? You know who I absolutely adore, especially around uh, Halloween time? Heidi Klum. Heidi Klum? Heidi Klum is a, is a cosplay goddess. You understand me? She is so good at transforming what she looks like every year on Halloween. She always wins Halloween. I shit you not. I forget what she did this year, but you wouldn't have been able to tell. You would not have been able to but tell. That's my point. It's gotten so bad that the in, they're doing that in Hollywood and rich people stuff. The lay women, the, yeah, the lay women, women are regularly doing, are way. doing that type of shit, and it's like, bleh. no. Some girls, some girls I follow who are good at this makeup stuff. They do it for like you know, like they turn themselves into. Characters like there's this one girl who uses makeup to turn her into different characters. She turned herself into Johnny Depp or Johnny Depp and um Captain Jack Sparrow, you know. And it looked good, but you know, you could tell it, it was fake. But the fact that it was able, she was able to mimic what they look like with makeup just makeup that's how far we've come in that skill. So just imagine, right? The the, the sorcery, the witchcraft. Of trans of doing that to hide what you really look like underneath, and then you get these you get these sneaky fuckers who see this because it's bait, and they go after. No, I take that back. I take that back. A sneaky fucker wouldn't go after that. No, no. You sneaky know who, fucker. You know who sneaker, they go after. They go after their friends. They go after the people. They go after the. If they go after anybody, they go. They go for the ones. If okay, the girl that we were just talking about. Well, the, the why you in front of the camera girl. Girls who look like that. Yep. If they go after anybody, they're never gonna go after the the, the nines and tens. The no, no 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 no. That's a lie. That's a you lie. You think so? No, that's a lie. Sneaky fuckers will go. Sneaky fuckers are across the whole spectrum. They'll go after anybody. Don't get it twisted. What? But here's the thing. It's proximity. Sneaky fuckers require proximity to the woman. A sneaky Agreed. fucker can't get in if a woman never wants a male friend. How's a sneaky Which fucker Which raises the question for me. Like, if men, as men, we view women, you know, a relationship, a friendship with women to be the way that it is, you know, at a certain point, okay, I just... I can't deal, mm -hmm. right? How different? Because my primary female friend, I've had to check her several times in the past, right? She will girl me. When we oh, were no! When we were younger, yeah, she, it happened a lot. She would girl me. And if y'all don't understand, I think we talked about it once before earlier this year. When, when I say girl me, she would tell me a story and such and such, such. She should be so wrapped up in the story and you know how the transition with women talk, if you ever hear women in, in a group talk, a gaggle of women talk, gaggle, right? <laughs> a gaggle of women talk, right? Uh, what would happen is like in the middle of transitioning from one point of the story to another, is the comma or the pause is, and girl, 
I would have to check her because, and, and I would always say, it was like, well, the last time I checked, which was this morning when I washed up, I have a dick and balls. So <laughs> I don't know who you're girling right now. And she had to grow out of that. But I wonder if they really, like, how do they really look at their male friends? My girls. Yes. They emotionally dump on me. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. That's so weird. So many, because so we, many, we separate that shit. So many women I know so don't have a lot of female friends because women don't even like women a lot of the time. Oh, the, the lesbian divorce rate is astronomical. Right <laughs> oh, any any DV rate, but that's beside the point. Oh, that's another thing. <clears throat> that's beside the point. The point is, is that a lot of women can't stand the cattiness of other women. Of course, right? Not. Men typically aren't catty. So. The benefits that women get from men, right? Typically, they're, it's, shout out Coach Greg Adams, your meat, right? Money, energy, oh, yeah. attention, and time, right? Typically, a woman, in order to get those four things from a man, it has to either be her father or relative, right? Somebody that genuinely loves her, mm-hmm. or their mate, right? But if a man allows it, a woman will take his money, his energy, his attention, and his time to supplement the fact that she's single. When female friends go with go on go on outings with their male friends, how often do they pay? Or is the man still paying? That's a good question. I've had see and, and I've had my female friends pay for me when we, when we go How on. often though? It's like every other. Oh really? Yeah. Like so, fifty fifty. Yeah, it's like. So that. you've you've paid for something, they pay for something. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I would love to see that in action. Because nine times out of ten. <laughs> because it's strictly platonic, you know. And if we're friends, then you know what I'm saying. The the the, the financial burden isn't all on me. I get whenever that. We go out. I get that. But it's again, like it's like when we it's, it's like when we. If you got it, you got it. If I got it, I got it. You know, that's just yes, how it is. Yes, but a lot of the times women use men for their wallets. We know this. Hell, they do that in relationships. My money is my money. Your money is our money. I've heard so many women say that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You don't think they do that with their male friends? Damn the motherfucker that they love. I, you know what? Yeah, I only have one frame of reference. I can't say this to be an, a, 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 an objective Listen, truth. It's just subjectively like that's been my experience. Man, when I tell you they will use whatever. Because See, here's the thing. <clears throat> Women inherently understand that men's... A, me, right? Money, energy, attention, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep saying it. Just so motherfuckers don't get me misconstrued. <laughs> All right? Those four things are valuable. Not just to men, oh, it's extremely valuable to men, but also to women. And if they can get that for free 99, they will. Because women crave attention from men. <laughs> I'm sorry. They love your energy this is, this and your really, time. This is really funny, I'm sorry. This is really serious, but I can't help it. Just like you, <laughs> just think about it for a second. What? You tell your female friend, you just look at her, you're just like, you just want to be from my, my <laughs> Yo, yo, the first time I heard that from Coach Greg Adams, yo, I was dying. Like, he said it in a sentence. And I was like, what? And he pulled it up on the screen, and I was like, 
I'll be damned. <laughs> yeah, what do you have to do with these acronyms, man? Like, bro, they be going with these acronyms. I'll be dying, bro. But like, yo, real talk, man. A woman will say, listen, they will have a dude on the phone for hours. Yes. They will emotionally dump into a man like a woman. And again, we've already talked about how men don't have that type of emotional bandwidth. They will treat you like an emotional tampon if you let them. Right? You're also giving them attention by even talking to them. Right? And nine times out of ten, when y'all go out as, quote, friends, who's footing the bill? Yeah, I see. Typically, it's the man. Yeah, and a lot of these uh, street interviews, which, um, you know, I'm, the, the market's starting to get oversaturated with these uh, street interviews. Well, yeah, starting to really get annoying. But one, one that I saw just recently um, had two people, relatively good-looking people, right? Both of them, mm-hmm. men and women, like, objectively speaking, like, relative, like it's, you look at them, you're like, why aren't y'all together? Y'all look good together. Mm-hmm. Clearly friends, right? Hard no on her end. Mm-hmm. He is clearly in the friend zone, waiting for his opportunity. Yes, and and a lot of women know this. And 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 yes, and a lot of women know this. Mm-hmm. But the, the point I'm trying to make is like if the point I'm trying to make is is a point that Cam made earlier. You're most and again, we keep bringing up women because men's goal is to get the egg. But gentlemen, bringing it back to you, your most potent power. Isn't your wallet? It isn't even it, it. isn't even your meat, necessarily. It's your ability to walk away, Bruh, You can the, the 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 dispelling the whole reason of the red pill, right? The whole point, and I think the red pill community have, has lost sight of this whole goal is to introduce you to the fact that you can be disagreeable. You can say no. no. It's Dude, okay if. And if it's not okay, you don't want that person in your life? No way. You don't need to stick around there to be an emotional tampon just because they're having a bad day because you want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because you want to smash. And it's that carrot. It's that carrot they constantly dangle. And here's the thing. A lot of women, some women don't knowingly do it, but the majority do. The majority know that that's the case. And they're robbing you of your meat. You like that? That's so weird. Bringing it back around. <laughs> Bring it around town. <laughs> I'm done with you, bro. No, but for real though, like that is a man's greatest commodity. And listen, you want to drive a woman crazy? Ignore her. Oh, dude. Rob her of your attention. Just ignore her. All them dudes in the friend zone don't answer the next time she calls. Yeah, basically. Just ignore her. And you know what? And 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 again, again, this is. And don't do it just once. Disappear for a week. Be busy. Be busy. And and I'm not just saying that metaphorically. I mean, be legitimately busy. Because if you're not giving her Focusing your time, on you. Yes. I, airplane principle. Airplane principle, right? When you're when you're on a flight, I don't know if I've said this here, but. It used to be the airplane theory. Now I call it the airplane principle. Um, when you're on a flight and you're getting your safety briefing for just in case the airplane falls or crash or whatever the fuck, when the oxygen mask drops, what they tell you is that the, you put on your oxygen mask first before you try to help somebody else. Say you're traveling with a, a, a child mm-hmm. or an elderly person who's <clears throat> paraplegic or whatever, whatever the hell. Or you're somebody just a good needs, Samaritan. Or you're just a good Samaritan. You cannot help no one else if you're unconscious. If you're unconscious. <laughs> because if you're unconscious, everybody's going to die. Yep. 
Somebody has to be alive to do the deed. Called triage. So you put your oxygen. You can't help nobody if you're if you're useless. Yep. And being a good guy, you're useless to everyone. Yep. Men don't respect you, and women don't want you. Mm. So say it. Hold up. Hold up. Let that breathe. <laughs> Let that breathe. I want you to. I want you to understand. Say that one more time. And I'm saying this stuff from experience, my dude. Hold on, let me get to it. Let me get to it. I just, I just got you. I gotta, gotta let y'all understand this. I'm saying all this from experience, right? Men don't respect you, and women don't want you. So being a nice guy is not beneficial to no one. No one likes a yes man. Gotta have a backbone, man. You can't just go along to get along. There has to be. God damn it. What was it? There has to be a line that you will not cross. Right? So stuff that you will not, something stuff that you will not bend for for anybody. Um it, uh in 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 the article in, in one of the articles that's in the magazine, this issue. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> no one can trust somebody. No one will trust somebody that they can't place. If you're always saying yes, oh, you want to go to this? Yes. You want to go to that? Yes. There's a there's a brunch camp keeps trying to get me to go to. Hard no. <laughs> we'll never do it. We'll never be. And he knows this. I'm a trick him one day. I hope that. I hope the guy. <laughs> but he knows that that's my that's my square. That is that is his square. You understand me? If if you as a nice guy keep saying, "Oh yes, I'm into BDSM," and you're shy as hell in the bedroom, or or you know what else? Uh, I mean, think of a few things. If you don't like that she has an OnlyFans, but you say yes. Because it'll damn get you. Damn all the. Damn all the political. It's just. The OnlyFans thing is whatever. Damn that. If you don't like her hanging out with her whole friends. That too. No. And if she got a but problem with that, then we don't need to be together. Every, Boom, but if done. everything. But if everything that she does is a yes or it's an okay, you're a nice guy, and she is drier than the Sahara Desert. It's called boundaries, man. And, and you men don't are. Have none. And men are allowed to have boundaries. That's one thing that a lot of. Young men don't understand that whole nice guy routine. They're taught not to have boundaries, man. That's the difference between those toxic mugs. Mm -hmm. They have boundaries that are crazy, right? Yeah. But they have them. Don't call me early in the morning. I don't want to hear about your motherfucking problems. What the fuck? Like, look, yo, get your stupid Again, ass home. So boundaries. Talk to me that way, et cetera, et cetera. Not boundaries. So. Again, we're talking about nice guys who have no boundaries, and we're talking about toxic dudes that have way... Their boundaries are insane. There is a middle ground. Yeah. And men are allowed to have boundaries. Period. Point blank. You know what's Full sexy? Stop. You know what's sexy? You know what's sexy? Not always getting your way. The thrill of the chase. The, the hunt. The, the having to earn something. That's sexy. We said uh, we talked about this once before. I think this is just a rehash episode. That's what it's starting to what it sound like because it's stuff we've said before. But we've said it before. No one wants something that they haven't earned. 
they can't appreciate it. I should say. I should re. We should re refocus that. Because a lot of people want things that they haven't earned. You know. I mean, who doesn't like free money? Who lo- who wouldn't want free food? You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's good, right? But no one appreciates something that they're given if they haven't earned it. But that's my. But even with the money thing, you ain't gonna appreciate that money. It was given to you. Oh well, yeah. In I a mean, lot of cases, if it was just given, just all the time freely, at a certain point you would stop appreciating that money. If I well, gave yeah, you a thousand, at that point it becomes normal. It normalizes it. Yeah. yeah. So it's no, it's no longer special. Exactly. So if you're constantly saying yes where you should be saying no, as a nice guy, guess what? That's your baseline. That's where you're starting from. And if there's nothing, if there are no hurdles in that relationship, guess what? Guess where she's going to go? Right out the door. Because there is no door. There's, uh, there's one thing in the in the manosphere space that I have to... <clears throat> I agree with the theory of men cutting off their female friends that have them in the friend zone. And here's the reason why I say that. If your relationship with a woman is not strictly platonic, it's not a real friendship. That's just me being honest. Mm-hmm. If you want to sleep with her and there is no reciprocation, you're not really her friend. Just being honest. You're not really her friend. You have ulterior motives. Cut them off. But here's the thing. We know sneaky fuckers I, ain't gonna do that. I would say I would say yes. I would say yes to that. However, I would also add if you are her friend and you do want to sleep with her and you haven't made that known. I think that that I think that that because I I don't know I don't know if it could work but I think the honesty has to be there. Well, the honesty has to be there. Like I think you can still that, be friends with somebody that you're sexually attracted to. You know what I'm saying? But it's just yes. like as so long as that information is out there, I don't think there's anything sneaky about it. Like because you know if you toot that thing over in in one way or another, I'm gonna try to pounce on it. But so you see, might want to be careful see, with how you act. The, here's the problem with that, and here's what. Here, here, here's the problem with that, right? You're friends with a woman, mm-hmm. right? And, and this is just how my mind works, right? You're, you're friends with a woman. You you have romantic feelings for her. What happens when she gets in a relationship? You still beta male orbit around this girl? You see what I'm saying? Like I, I get that. I get that. It's and- for me. It's, a, it's for me. It's an ethical thing, right? Uh-huh. You know you want to have sex with this girl, and Nine times out of ten, she knows you want to have sex with her. She's the one enforcing the boundary. All it takes is a weak moment. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And you can fuck up a relationship. That might be genuinely good for her. You see, like, it's just... But see, a good guy, a good guy, right? Or no, I'm sorry, a nice guy <laughs> isn't thinking about what could be good for her, What that something else could be good for her. Even though I know the cliche, it's like, I just want her to be happy. Even if it is yeah, for bullshit. me, that's bullshit. Shut, shut the fuck up. You're a liar. Shut the fuck up, liar. Like, like, you're a goddamn liar. You like, wish it was you. <laughs> you wish it you. No, you only see her being happy with you. No, I'm saying. There isn't, there isn't a matter of wish. She can't be happy with anyone else, but there there is a level of narcissism. No, 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 no. No, I agree with you. What I'm saying, when I say you wish it was you, she's in a relationship with somebody else and you, you want to be that dude. Yes, but like to counteract what we were talking about, as far as like you know, I want her to be happy. No, 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 damn that! She'll never be happy if it's not with me. Oh yeah, 
That's a that's a, a nice guy is a true narcissist because he believes. You know what? I had an epiphany today. Superheroes are bullshit. Oh, okay. I'm ready. This is, this is this this is this Hit is going side sidebar. Go. No, not even a sidebar. This is directly related. Okay, go. Hit me. So 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 a lot of nice guys, right? A lot of nice guys have this uh this 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 messiah complex, and what I mean by that um is this, this savior complex. It's like I can save everything the, the superheroes superheroes are born from the whole jesus mythos right so this is why i say superheroes are relatively bullshit um you want to think uh you ever hear you ever hear this meme you ever hear this meme this joke let's say uh you know goku is a hero like goku going around saying like people think i'm doing this because i'm a hero no nigga i just like to fight <laughs> you know right I, yeah. think, I honestly think that that's that's basically what a superhero is. Oh. It's 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 a it's a nar- it's a it's a narcissistic person with uh, anger issues and a messiah complex. <laughs> and a ba- and and you know and this is coming from a well documented <laughs> well documented nerd. You know what I'm saying? I remember, I, thought, I remember that clip, brother. I remember that. You think I'm doing this just to save people? No, I just like fighting. <laughs> Run the man. Run the man. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, and so, to continue on with my point, though, to, nice guys model themselves after the heroes that they look up to, the superheroes that they look up to. I wouldn't even call. They're this- willing to fall on their sword, as it were, if if she's not happy with me. As, as long as she's happy, I'm happy. Fall on their sword, but the truth of the matter is, I'm the hero here. This is my story. She should be with me. <laughs> You're not lying. You see what I'm saying? You're not lying. Like I said, it's a it's a level it's a level of narcissism. Nar- it's a level of narcissism that doesn't get addressed often. And if at 30, this is your game plan, you are a sneaky fucker. Fix yourself because you can't be trusted again. Men won't men and women won't respect you and women don't want you. You're getting nowhere. Now you playing games. Now you're being dishonest. Now you're being predatory. Mm. And you know what that and you know what that is? You know what that makes you? That doesn't make you a good person because now you're willingly doing it. Mm. Oh shit. Fix yourself. You're going for the heart. But here's the thing, sneaky fuckers don't care. They don't care. Sneaky fuckers do not. Essentially care. speaking, because sneaky fuckers only, are fuckboys under a a, a, a a different get, name. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah, they're just a different type of fuckboy. Like if there was a spectrum, they're on the other end of it. Of the other end of the extreme, yeah. Really, what they are. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Men are bred to wait. We got the patience, baby. Listen, men, got the time men, too. men will go. Listen. Men, the hunting instinct. It's the hunt. We men, have that patience. Men will go Listen and do the same task <laughs> day in and day out. Go to work. Come home. Go to sleep. Go to work. Hey, come home. I saw you looking at it. It's just kind of funny. Focus. What? Focus. Look at it. Focus. Ah! <laughs> Yo! Yeah! Yes! 
Oh my god. Yo! <laughs> the signs, brother. It's all around. It's right there. It's right it's there. Right there. Men, oh my men, god. Men will do the same task. Listen, that focus. Okay. All right. We got we to gotta let them know what focus is. Right, I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead and finish your point okay, and we can okay. tell them. Okay. The point is, men are bred to wait in a bush to kill the animal. Yeah. Bro. We're hunters. Mm -hmm. Patience is one of our virtues. And Just not me, when it comes about that one bitch at work. Oh, my God. <laughs> but hear me when I tell you. But see, this is the thing. For survival, patience is a virtue for men. Yes. A man will sit completely. Listen, I remember my dad told me a story about my step-grandfather who served in Vietnam. Uh -huh. And he was, he was a paratrooper. They dropped him behind enemy lines. Ooh. He had to crawl back to, to a base. But on the way back, he was slitting people's throats in their sleep. He he told my dad a story. He said he had to get back, and he was he was only moving at night. He could only move at night. Right. In the brush, he had to lie perfectly still and hold almost hold himself, and he got to get micro naps in, like sleep for a little yeah. bit, wake up, look around, sleep for a little bit. You ever been to a mount town in the military where you was in? Uh uh Yeah, we had we had to, we had to learn how to do that. Bruh. Because we were when, constantly we were under constant attack. By our instructors to Bruh. get us used to that kind of thing. Bro, when I tell you he it was it was eerie the way he described the process. You understand? But that's the type of patience I'm fucking talking about. Men have that type of patience. Mm. Hunters. You understand? A sneaky fucker is a patient hunter looking for a prey. They're looking for the weak gazelle. And the moment Man. that woman shows a weakness. Like Matt said, really? Why you crying? Why you crying? That's crazy. He did what? Oh man, I'm sorry. Telly, predatory. You want, you want some tea? I got just the kind you like. And I heard something on um um. Oh, focus. Oh, focus. Focus. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you, you tell them. Okay, you so the on. reason why, the reason why, the reason why we, uh, we were laughing about, you know, focus, is to Cam's point, focus is an acronym, another acronym, right? Got tongue. I found this one online. It's uh, focus. Follow one course until successful. If that don't describe men's mentality, in a nutshell, a dude, a dude will apply a trade. And focus on that trade. It might take him. Listen, he might start off. I watched this uh, YouTube video. The dude tracked the earning potential of a plumber, right? Going mm. through trade school, starting at 18, being a plumber, mm -hmm. going through the process, becoming a journeyman, working as a plumber, licensed, right? He said, "You start off slow. You're not gonna make much money starting out, right?" At 18. He said, by the time you're 27, though, your salary is almost tripled. He said, and that's if you don't start your own business and get a truck. If you just continue down the path, you're going to be making ass loads of money. If you start your own business and get your own truck and start working for yourself, the growth is exponential. Yeah. But how many years did it take to get to that point? Focus. We talked about that yeah. on the previous I mean, hell, I'm actively living it. Focus. Follow one path until successful. Man. When I tell you, dude. 
men are men are amazing. Like human beings are amazing yeah. in general. How we've evolved and the little idiosyncrasies that we have. But man, when I the more that I dive into this evolutionary biology, men were created in a very specific like we've evolved in a very specific way. Very, very specifically. From thought processes to how we even view the world. Very specifically. I it's wild, man. I'm not sure if this uh, ties into evolutionary biology, but it was something I was reading, and God, I need to finish this book. I got a lot of books on my backlog. Oh, bro, me too. But um, I think it was called The 12 Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, such a good book. It's such a good book. Um, I, you know what, you know, you know where it stopped me. You know what stopped me? Where, where it stopped me? Uh-huh. Because it fucked me up so much. Begin with the end in mind. Oh, that chapter has fucked me up <coughs> for literal years now, right? Yes. Um, but it put a fire under my ass. That's why you know all of this. But um, but yeah, one of the things that it was talking about, um, one of the things that it mentioned, is how interesting you know, just talking about how interesting people are, is like how. We create things. When we create things, we create things twice. If you consider an architect, right? This mm-hmm. is the example that they gave. When you consider an ar- architect, right? He has an image of the building that he wants to build in his head. That's creation number one. Then he has to draw what he saw in his head. That's the second time it's created. And in, in this in this realm, it gets created a third time because now somebody has to build it. Yes. Not so it went from idea, though. yeah, not but necessarily yeah. by the architect, but you know what I'm saying. It is his building. So like, the idea is creation one, the implementation of, of the you plan, know, the, drawing, the planning of it is yes. uh, creation two, and then the actual building of it. Is Even when you look three. at IT work cycles, right? There's always the uh, it goes it goes in cycles. First, you have to come up with the plan, yep. or I'm sorry, come up with the idea. Then you have to plan. Then you have to test. Then you have to implement. Mm. So it's idea, plan, test, implementation. The yeah. development. That's, that's, that's the order. That's men. That's literally. Actually, right here in this very studio, we have an active example. So I had an idea of what the next issue was going to be. I, I drummed it up in my head. If you look to your right, you see what I, what I came up with. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, that's so good. Human beings are amazing. If you can think it, you can create it, brother. So if you just change your paradigm, circling it all back around, if you just change your paradigm as a quote unquote nice guy and realize what you need to be is a good man. Mm. Where the head goes, the body follows. Mm, mm, Shift mm. your focus. We talked. That was. I think that was like our third episode. Shifting focus. Yep. Change, change where you're. Change what you're looking at, and move it. And I guarantee, you will never lose money chasing your purpose. Cannot reiterate that enough, man. Never mind. But you will always lose money, time, attention, 
And energy. And energy. <laughs> Chasing women. And again, that's a thing that people don't truly understand. Time. You can't get that back. Yes. Somebody put that in perspective for me when I was 20-something. Time is the one investment you have to get a return on. Yep. Because you there is no there refunding. There is no refunding. <laughs> when nope. I thought about that, I was like, yeah, you can't go backwards. Yep. And that's, gone, and, and that's why women value a man's time. A good woman values a man's time. Yeah. It's the one commodity a man can give a woman that he can't get back, but he's investing it in her. Excuse me. It reminds me of that, uh, that one thing that went viral a while ago. Um, I think it was debunked to be like a, a skit or something. I, I can't remember. But it was this, uh, I would call him a good man. Based off, based off his reaction, I would call this guy a good man. What? But he was going on a date. Uh, this is the cheesecake, cheesecake factory. Oh yeah. my god! Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, he was taking this girl on a date, and when we're talking about valuing time, he was taking this girl on a date. He had a extravagant date planned out, but she was an hour late. He told her to be ready by a certain time. He was there at that time, and he waited an hour. Nah, that's not a good her. man. That's a nice guy. I don't know. I, I don't know. The only reason why I say that, because here's the thing. You teach people how to treat you. The fact that her ass was late. Listen, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Cool. You knew you what time I was minute. coming. For me, you got a 15 minute. He waited minute. an hour. No, player. And here's the thing. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Cool. You waited an hour. Y'all went. She had the audacity to complain about the place you just took her to. And and that's when he took her home. She'd have called her Uber. Oh. I'd have went in there and enjoyed my fucking meal. Mm. See, I just you had the audacity to be an hour late and then complain about where I took you after you were an hour late and made us lose our reservation. You can find your own way home, ma'am. I'm gonna go eat. See, I'm hungry. See, and see, for me, for me, like if you're if you're going to take her even after the hour, you might as well have just gone here and take her back home. <laughs> Like nah. if you didn't leave, like no, I'm saying. No, I like, get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying like if you didn't leave after the hour, then and you still decided to take her, and then she started complaining, you might as well just go ahead and take her back home. But like, yeah, no, no, no. no I'm totally, I'm, I'm with you. I'm eating my food. <laughs> I'm with you. Listen, like I, I'm, I'm here. already here. I'm here. I've been waiting an hour plus the commute to the joint. I'm hungry. You can find, ma'am. I'll call you an Uber if I feel generous that day, <laughs> or I you mean, can call yourself been generous Uber. enough. Listen. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Nah. Nah. I, I, look, I'm a villain in one woman's story already. I'm not trying to be a villain in another. See, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, so many dudes. Nah, man. You, you teach. And here's the thing. If he'd have done that, moist, you understand? What? Setting home? boundaries. Oh, dude. I, for I me. I would have took her ass home. You out your mind. I understand something. You for don't get me, to mistreat me and then me continue to treat you. Listen, you okay, already so wasted back, enough of my money, energy, attention, and time. You understand? So so if we're talking about me in different stages, right? Blue pill me, yes. Definitely would have waited an hour. You know, giving her the benefit of the doubt, making up all kinds of excuses, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, red pill me, you got 15 minutes to be out in this car. <laughs> Or I'm leaving. Listen, ain't got time. But if I was to do what he did and waited the full hour just because, you know, she seemed interested, she may have been worth it. You don't want to, you know what I'm saying? She may have been worth it. I don't know what he saw in her. I don't see it, but whatever. 
The moment you start japping off at the mouth about where we going, I'm taking you back home. Have a good night. I'm gone. Yep. And I'm blocking your number. We're not talking ever again. That is my boundaries. You got a one and done. As far as first, you got you get one chance to make a first impression. I heard a woman say uh, she went on a date with a dude, and she said I broke. He he basically at the end of the date he said you broke every single one of my boundaries. Yes. And he said I think I'm done. Yep. There won't be a second date. And then they proceeded to go on a talk show. I. But the point the point is the situation in and of itself is a good teachable moment. That you know. Boundaries, man. Benefits of the you have to look here. You gotta earn the benefit of the doubt. You have to earn that. That's 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 that's, that's one of the primary problems with. I'm getting switched up because I want to say good man, but that's the primary problems with a lot of nice guys. Women inherently get the benefit of the doubt because that is the that is the halo effect. Yeah. They haven't earned any of that. It's like, no, you earn the benefit of that. You show me that you are a personal character and this is just an uh, this is just a one-off. That's one thing. But if this is the first time I'm meeting you and you have me waiting for an hour, bye, bitch! Bro. One. So in closing, here's the thing. In closing, all right. I mean, the nice guy isn't necessarily inherently bad i know we talked about the sneaky fucker and whatnot but the issue becomes and this is where women say the too nice thing the issue becomes there's a difference between a good man and a nice guy and you need to know the difference a good man knows when to say no a good man does not get walked over that is quite literally the, di- the difference yes the word no is literally the difference literally the difference having boundaries that's a good man and men that don't have boundaries, women can suss that out real fast. And typically, men without boundaries will get used. Typically. A good man knows what his purpose is, where he's going, and also the partner that he wants to have with him. That includes boundaries and all. If you've ever wondered... As a nice guy who's playing the long game or whatever have you, why you don't get the cakes, the cheekies? And you look around and you see a bunch of Chads and Tyrones getting laid pretty much on a daily basis. If you've ever sat down and wondered to yourself why that is, you're probably a nice guy. Yep. And there are answers to those questions. Primarily, women can't just walk over Chads and Tyrones. Like we were just saying, the difference between you and them is no. Look here, man. I get the whole thing about trying to be a nice guy, being genuine, trying to be genuine or whatever have you. That works for that that that's a mind state for children if you're in your late 20s and early 30s you've been around the block a few times you understand that that's not how women respond they do not respond to that shit cut it out 
We said this in the last episode. Men are supposed to be the leaders of the relationships. They're supposed to be the leaders of their world. And whatever woman that they have with them has been invited on that ship leading somewhere. But if that ship is leading to her, if she is your primary focus, she can't follow you to her. She's already with her. Meaning y'all ain't going nowhere. <coughs> you have to change your paradigm from being a nice guy with no boundaries to a good man who knows who he is. Define your square and stand on it. Yeah, I look at boundaries like a fence. Nice guy has the house. He has no fence. He has no walls. A woman requires the walls to know she's protected. Mm. I like that. Because if you can't keep your walls erect, I think I like you. you can't keep your walls erect, then how is she really safe? True. So that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, be sure to stick around um, for the next episode of This Is How We See a Podcast. Uh, the magazine will be out on the 15th digitally, and I will let you know when the physical copy will be available for purchase. The digital copy will be free. The physical copy, you will have to pay for that. Um, we have been your hosts. I am Alex. And I'm Cam. And if you like what you're getting, keep doing what you're doing.